Welcome to Demond Does the Six Questions, where the same six questions can tell a unique story. I am your host, Demond, father of two, husband of one, and leader of this here Demondcast. My next guest is an entrepreneur out here building her empire. You can find her all over the podcasting sphere, always looking to create, educate, eradicate the hate and melanin, toxicate. Give it up for Tamra. Thank you. I appreciate that. Ah, thank you. And thank you for taking time out to talk to a perfect stranger. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It is midweek. So I'm getting, I'm looking forward to Saturday where I can do nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, do nothing days, do nothing days. You have do nothing days as busy as I you have, are. I know. I have had to make it a priority to have a rest day because at first I didn't because I'm like, there's so much stuff to do and the work never stops. But I noticed that if, I take a rest day when I come back Sunday, I can give more into the six week, six days, excuse me, than if I go every day. So yes, Saturday is my non-negotiable. I don't even really touch my computer at all if possible. I, I highly encourage everybody under the sound of my voice. If you don't have a rest day, incorporate one because you can give your best self to whatever you're working towards when you do that. So where would you like to be found on the internet? Twitter and IG and TikTok. I'm, I'm on there too. And I've actually gotten more into it of what I feel like I want to do on TikTok. Cause I'm not going to be doing dances. So don't expect that y'all, <laughs> but uh, Twitter, IG and TikTok are all the same. So it's Tamara, T-A-M-A-R-A underscore the underscore Dawn, D-A-W-N. I pretty much will follow people back unless you don't, unless you're a child, because yeah, that's just kind of weird. Um, or unless you don't have any content, because then I'm going to think you're a bot or if you don't have English on your page, because I don't know what you're like, what that is. But for the most part, other than that, I pretty much follow people back. Right on. Tell the people about your podcast. Tell them all about it. Give them all the information so they can, as soon as they get off here, they can run to your podcast. Tell them all about yeah. it. Yeah. So basically, in short, I talk about my life and the ways I'm trying to grow I have a background in psychology and one of my favorite parts of psychology is like interpersonal skills. So healthy boundaries, healthy relationships and stuff like that. And so I've always kind of been a pretty reflective, introspective kind of person, always trying to think about how can I not go through this experience again? That's basically the premise on my show. People say I'm funny even though the reality is that I'm never trying to be funny. So really everybody's kind of rude because they're laughing at me as I'm being dead serious. So everybody's trash, but they say I'm funny. But I also, yeah, I usually talk about my life. It's almost like this public journal, but then 
I mean, I'll have guests and do different things. Like I did a karaoke battle. I've actually done two of them. A few spoken word nights, different other, whatever idea pops in my head. And if somebody can help me execute it. Yeah, it's basically whatever. But for the most part, I talk about my life and how I'm trying to grow. So my next question, are you ready? (laughs) to answer the six questions this is now giving me what is that uh, was it where he was like are you ready for the next comedian (laughs) i don't remember was that wasn't deaf comedy jam i don't know you are very (laughs) very giving me all these different shows popping to mind i'm sorry yes i'm ready Question number one. When did you know you wanted to get into podcasting? I'd say maybe a month before I actually launched my podcast, I knew. So I launched in November 2019. We'll even say a month and a half because I don't even know that I really knew or understood what podcasting was prior to someone suggesting it I've always been a writer so I'd blog poetry etc still blog but there was a period of time when I had writer's block and could like I would sit down to try to start a blog because I wanted to start a new one and nothing would come out and I had all this stuff that I wanted to get out and process because I'm an external processor and so I started just recording videos on Facebook, but it would like, I didn't want them to see me. So like the room would be dark. And so I started doing that. And I remember the first one that I did, I said, okay, well, maybe I'll do another one. And one of my friends commented and was like, you should do more. So then I think once a week, maybe a little bit more, I would just put these videos out And then my auntie was actually like, have you ever thought about doing a podcast? And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. So then I did a little bit of research and I am very much, it needs to make sense before I do pretty much everything. Even if it's a wrong decision, it still made sense to me (laughs) to do that decision. And so I started thinking like one If I'm going to put out a podcast, I can't only market it to my friends and family because I knew from previous blogs, poetry events, et cetera, that that's not always your most supportive group of people in the beginning, kind of why a lot of my blogs, et cetera, in the past fizzled out. And so I knew I didn't want to only market to them. And so I just started thinking like, okay, if I'm going to market and have like a bigger platform, how can I do that? Also, recording these videos on my phone is going to take up a bunch of storage space very quickly because they would at least be a half an hour long. And so for me, podcasting more so just made sense. And then I said, okay, well, then I got to be out here on like Twitter and other places that I mean, I had a Twitter, but I barely would be on there because I didn't really under I didn't like how fast it goes at times like if you are gone all day, you miss everything <laughs> and you and you may miss 50,000 things because Twitter just moves. 
but I felt like as far as reaching other people that are not my family and friends, it was a better place. And so I wanted to have a creative outlet. I am a person that I am my best self when I am, when I have a consistent creative outlet. And I didn't realize that as much as I do now until I became a consistent podcaster. And so then I did some research. Anchor has like different little how to start a podcast podcast. And then I did some research on YouTube. So I started out like in my closet and I'd be like, I'm in the studio with this blanket against the wall. No video, of course, which sometimes I would miss that because I could be in my pajamas and like it didn't matter, but had a blanket up to absorb the sound and I would just be in there. Yeah. And then it's continued to progress. You had a, a really quick turnaround for, um, I think I'm going to do this to doing it. I mean, with it being like a month, month and a half, when some people it takes forever. What would you say to somebody who wanted to do a podcast that's been sitting on the fence for a while to just jump into it? I would say a few things. One, don't get super caught up in having things be perfect. When I started out, I had my, I was using my phone and I had a little like $20 plug and play. So I had like a mic, um, but it was a little $20 mic I found on Amazon. It was at that point, the best that I could do, you know, I at least wanted to somewhat care about not just holding my phone, but also I wasn't in a place to spend a bunch of money on equipment so that's one. Um, don't worry about it being perfect because people will excuse less than great audio quality if your content is good. So that's one. Two, I would say a friend of mine told me that if you get to your fifth episode, you have he probably made this statistic up now that I think about it because he makes up stats all the time. But either way, it was helpful. <laughs> Shout out to him. But he told me that if you get to your fifth episode, you have a 75% greater chance of being consistent and quote unquote success. For me, success was to keep going. And so what I actually did is I recorded five episodes before I even launched. And I used to like stay ahead of the curve. I have like months of content recorded that's not a thing anymore, but when it needed to be, it definitely was. So there's that. And then I would also say it's your platform. Don't, I know they get a lot into niche and all that. And to a degree that maybe kind of matters, like if you are going to be a true crime podcast, yes, stick to that. So if you, if you pick a specific niche, sure, but you don't have to, because while mine technically, yes, is my life in the ways I'm trying to grow. So I guess you could say that's what it is. I add new things all the time, which this is hard even for me now, but don't get super caught up in downloads. Like, of course you want people to listen, of course. But if you have one faithful listener who comes back every week, they're coming back 
not because they're your friend or family in most cases, and it's usually strangers, be grateful for that and just give your all for that one person as if you had hundreds or thousands or whatever of listeners because your people will find you. So don't try to do all this stuff, trying to get caught up in trying to get more listeners. Again, I know we want listeners because a lot of work, especially for solo podcasters, a lot of work goes into everything, but you got to have fun and you like, you don't want it to get to a point where it's not fun anymore because then, I mean, you probably already have a job and you're not going to be getting paid for this at first, you know, so have fun. You just have to decide this is what I want to do. And that's kind of what made me have that quick turnaround from, oh, let me do some research too. Okay. Cause I wanted a creative outlet and I wanted to be consistent because over a decade had gone by where I'd start a blog and then it'd fizzle out. And then I started a new one and it fizzled out. So like on the backstory of it is, yeah, I had consistency and a quick turnaround now, but I also had several creative projects in the past that it wasn't the case. Question number two. What do you wish you had known when you started out? I actually wish I uploaded video sooner. Now, not everybody's going to upload video. In some cases, you have to be where the people are already. When I first got heavy on social media, as a podcaster, because I already had an IG, I already had a Twitter, was barely on there, and IG was different than it is now. But once I became a podcaster, that's all I would post. Like, hardly any pictures of me, definitely barely any pictures of my kids, because, like, some people will have a podcast page and a personal page. I didn't feel like doing all that, so I have my personal page, which is the one-stop shop for all things Tamra. I do have business pages, but that came later. So I wish I would have uploaded more like pictures of me, videos of me. Even wish I would have started kind of like having more fun in the beginning. I think I was a lot more serious. I'm talking about my life and the ways I'm trying to grow. But then as I got more comfortable on the mic, then my personality, because I'm not at all (laughs) just this serious person all the time. I just kind of wish I would have let more of me shine through in the beginning. But I mean, it is what it is because this was something new when I'm up here talking on a mic to some strangers about my life and being scared to be vulnerable and stuff. So Yeah, it is what it is. How did you get to that point from maybe not being as as vulnerable to expressing your personality, just being you and being okay with and being okay with it? So I was 39 and a half when I started podcasting. And I've heard people who were in their 40s say 40 is like this game changer But there was just something about when I turned 40 and I now I've always been a pretty transparent person, kind of. It's partially because I was forced to be because things would happen in my life that was kind of like 
public knowledge. And so then you're kind of, I'd rather tell my story than have somebody else come up with their own version of whatever. So that's kind of what made me transparent. I also worked with teenagers for years professionally and volunteering in youth ministry. And so I knew that sharing my life and my mistakes and being honest about why you shouldn't do ABC is going to help them to grasp it better than just saying, don't do it because it's bad or whatever. And I kind of take that same policy with my kids. And so it's not so much that I wasn't vulnerable per se, it's just being vulnerable on the mic that was harder. But then it's kind of like I said, as I, when I turned 40, I just started thinking like, bruh, you're 40 years old. Like, why does, who cares about this, that, and the other? And if you have this friendship that it's not a mutually beneficial friendship, why do you have it? You know what I'm saying? Like, we should be pouring into each other, not me being the only one always there for you. And then that one time that I'm not there for you, then you're mad. But really, what have you really done for me? You know what I'm saying? And so it's just, when I turned 40, it just started this journey of why do I care about how anyone views anything? You know what I mean? Like now, granted, I'm not out here killing people and making harmful decisions because then, yeah, I should care. But if what I'm doing isn't harming anyone else, if I think this is funny and it's not disrespectful to anyone else, or if I want to do this or do that or whatever, even off the mic, why does it matter? And so, yeah, 40 was a game changer and it just, I'm going to be 42 this year. And it's just been like the best decade of life just because all the hard things that I learned in my twenties and thirties is like, okay, no, nah, we're going to keep that in them decades. So it almost felt like this fresh start. I wasn't sad, like switching from 20 to 30. I think I cried the day before my 30th birthday, man, listen, when it was time to turn 40, I was like, yes, I get to start all over in a sense. I get to like, keep some of that foolishness in the 30s and not bring it to the 40s. So I think for me, just the age that I became. And then also, I am the kind of person I can only be me everywhere I go. That's kind of all. Now, there will be a more reserved version of me depending on whatever. So the people that know me off the mic, because even it's just some stuff you don't want to put out there on, you know, it's so funny. I, sometimes I wish no one listened to my show, which I really don't. But there are certain things that I want to talk about that I know I can't because you never know if that person's going to listen. And, you know, I would hate to offend somebody in that way because I'm, I'm not trying to be unkind to people. People have enough problems, you know, without me adding to it. So sometimes I wish that. But more reserved versions of me and then the more comfortable I get I can't I'm just less reserved and that's usually in any situation like when I start a new job I'll be quiet at first humor will be kind of like my defense mechanism because I like to laugh and it's not even about me trying to make y'all laugh it's I'm trying to be comfortable 
by making jokes or finding humor in whatever, because that's just how I am. But then as I get comfortable, I can't help but to do away with my kind of like protective mechanisms, you know, and then I'm, I'm talking to people and, and now I talk like as if I'm talking to you. But when I'm doing the episode by myself, where when I started off, I didn't really think about there being listeners. So yeah, I would talk, but I wasn't saying like y'all, because I know there's a y'all on the other side of the mic. Question number three. What's your go-to order at your favorite hometown restaurant? And it's so awesome because me and my oldest daughter are going to one of my favorite restaurants sometime, I think this weekend, she said she wanted to, she wanted to take me. You know what I'm saying? I have paid my dues in parenthood and my kids are all adults now with jobs and will buy me things and take me out to eat. And it's great. Texas Roadhouse is one of my favorite restaurants literally because the bread i mean they have good food but y'all if you ain't never been to texas roadhouse and they got one where you live you have to go the bread with the cinnamon butter oh yes so that's one of my favorite restaurants it's funny because my go-to order though when i go there is this chicken salad with so it'll just have like eggs and tomatoes and grilled chicken and cheese and kind of fluctuate what kind of um, dressing I get. And then a baked sweet potato, but like their baked sweet potatoes have like butter and cinnamon. And I don't do all the marshmallow stuff because it's like, I'm not trying to have dessert. So it's like this not really fancy order, but I just really like their chicken. I really like their bread. Yeah, that's my go-to. And that's my favorite restaurant. I'm very much a creature of habit when it comes to restaurants. I'll try new things if someone else is like, hey, let's try here. Okay, cool. But otherwise, I'm going to go where I know that it's going to be good and that I know they got something that I like. They also have a really good barbecue chicken breast meal that I'll usually get some vegetable like probably broccoli because that's like my favorite cooked vegetable and again the baked sweet potato because I mean you know so yeah that's that's how I get down how did you discover this is your spot like I said if you say let's go somewhere I will go try the new place so I'm not like a picky eater but it's like you don't know what's out there until you know us out there and I'm not like a foodie some people will intentionally like research stuff and oh let's we gotta try this new spot I'm and that's not me but a friend of mine she wanted to go there and so she put me on I had to be somewhere in my 20s maybe early 30s when I first found this wonderful place and then they're like everywhere I mean maybe not everywhere but they're like different states that I've been in have them. So I know they're pretty well known across the country. So it's not like only specific to where I live. 
yeah, they have really good food. And if you go there on your birthday and they know it's your birthday, the waiters and waitresses will come sing. I mean, it's Texas Roadhouse. So it's like this, I feel like you should be wearing like cowboy boots and stuff, but not like racist cowboys though. Friendly, welcoming. There's probably black cowboys, whatever. But I feel like you should be wearing like, cowboy boots and all that stuff in there just because of the vibe like it's wood everywhere which I actually really am a fan of having you know wood benches wood pillars and all that stuff sometimes in buildings so the decor is very just you're at a rodeo you probably might ride a bull or something like that so yeah and then they have like free peanuts while you wait which I don't really get into that anymore. But sometimes if you starve in, that could be helpful while you waiting because sometimes there will be a bit of a wait when you go there. Do you get hangry? I do. I very much do. And it's not even just hangry anymore. The older I get, especially with my work schedule now where it's whatever I want it to be as far as whenever I want to start in my day. So sometimes... I will make the decision not on purpose, but I'll kind of like just get up and start working and then not eat first. So then hours have gone by and then I'm sitting here like depressed and sad. And, and I'm like, why am I sad? Or I'm like, man, I'm about to just quit everything, but really I'm just hungry. (laughs) And then once I eat, it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it used to just be hangry, but now it's like depression is sad. (laughs) I shouldn't be laughing after talking about depression, but y'all know what I mean. Question number four. What are you curious about? Man, that's such a broad question, but I feel like the easiest way to answer it, I'll say everything, but then I'll also say, but mainly the why behind whatever. So like, and it's usually related to no everything. Like I wonder stuff like, okay, so like, And I know not everybody believes in heaven and hell, but I do. So like when I go to heaven, is there going to be like mosquitoes and spiders, you know, stuff like that? Because I'm not saying I want to go to hell, but (laughs) I don't really want to, I don't know. Like, I don't want to spend eternity with mosquitoes and spiders and bugs. You know what I'm saying? So I think about that. I think about Why do people make the decisions that they make? And I get it that most of the time it's based on what they know at the time or whatever they feel is best for them. But I wonder stuff like that. I wonder like what made people think of the, like where to put the roads in the dirt that was there because it was dirt, you know, especially when you get in the mountains, like, why didn't they think that the roads need to be a little bit wider when they decided to dig into that mountain and like make that road? Why they make it so narrow? Like, are they plotting on people? I think of like 
who thought to make deodorant and why like was somebody so musty that they were just like oh my gosh like I can't with this no more I'm sick of this we're gonna make some deodorant just I don't know I always wonder about everything um some people say I'm it's not that deep or whatever but I'm a deep thinker and uh, I think it helps with creativity too yeah and then I I think about like why even these are all random things that are just coming to the top of my head but this is how my mind works like why does fashion circle back around why does Hollywood keep trying to remake the same old same old like have y'all really run out of ideas or how many times is Spider-Man gonna be in high school like and I am a fan of superhero movies and all that but like this man should be married with children at this point and when we think about when the Spider-Man franchise started so even stuff like that with music like why is like country music usually very very sad <laughs> even though I a friend of mine introduced me to some like upbeat country music because I'm I like all kinds of music this past week and I was like oh okay I forgot what the dude's name is but something moon I think for the most part though it's like my dog just died and I lost my wife. Maybe not that beat, but it's like all this super sad stuff. Like, and then he got in a car accident and his, I don't know, like shoe broke. Just, it's just very, very sad. So I'm the kind of person that whenever something happens, I'm kind of curious about like the why behind it. I'm I'm curious about people's like creative processes too because it's always different and some people are like so creative and we just live in a, a day and age where we have access because of technology to where we get so much free content on so many different platforms outside of podcasting and it's like how do these people come up with these ideas for and they're quick with it like remix songs to I'm saying like within two days of the uh, whole Will Smith Chris Rock incident I saw so many TikTok videos where people were like just coming up with somebody even came up with an idea where there was a, a video of him, of Will no sound sitting there like shaking his head now he probably was really talking to somebody and whatever they muted the sound And so many people recreated like them talking to Will with, how do you come up with this idea? You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about kind of everything. Cause I just think stuff can be fascinating at times. I I love new ideas. Like if you think about the earth, why is it really that there's an Antarctica, but then there's also like by the equator, it's really, really warm. And, and, and how does that work and why, and then why within the same country, is there like different regions with different temperatures? And as y'all can see, I've literally went across several different topics, but that's how my mind works. I just kind of 
and like why and how. How speaking of how, <laughs> how do you pick? You've got a lot of stuff going on in there. And like just yeah, just the last what three or four minutes, it was just one thing after another. So how like with your podcast, I, I do the same thing. Like it, uh, it's sometimes it can be difficult to talk, and but how do you? choose what curiosity to focus on like mm. with your podcast you've got a lot of things going on you talk about your life and things like that that problem that that's a filter that helps i assume like mm -hmm. how do you choose though what curiosity to focus on for a spell the only time that i really am motivated to stick to one topic is if i have a guest mainly because okay i have ask this guest to be on for this specific reason but when it's a solo episode no the premise of my show is literally the people writing my train of thought and that's in the the show description I say I'm kind of ADD like I say all of that so like you know what you're gonna get so like it's almost like a journal entry out loud but like to the public and so I will, at the beginning, I'll do my same, like, thanks for listening, follow me on social media and all that. If I have a topic, I will, and I, if there are like things that I specifically want to touch on, which is getting rarer and rarer with my solo episodes, but I will have like on a screen in front of me, um, bullet points of like, don't forget this. But for the most part, now it's even like, oh, yeah, this happened this last week. And then whatever, wherever it goes, it goes. And then when I feel like, okay, I'm done. And that's literally how it is. It's like I talk until I'm, I feel like I'm done and I've gotten out whatever. Man, some episodes, it like makes me feel better depending on what is going on in my week it makes me feel better to just talk it out and then kind of just get it all out. Cause I have a, a really good friend where this is when I realize I'm an external processor. And so some of our conversations, it's so funny, but I mean, we've been friends for like 12 years. So we, we get it is where she'll talk for a long time about whatever. So it could be one topic. It could be a different, a bunch of different topics as she's processing it and I'll just listen and barely like it's not really a conversation it's more like a monologue and then she'll get it all out and then I'll respond and when I say it could be a good 30 minutes where she's just downloading whatever and then it's my turn or it could be I go first or whatever and so with that though you sometimes do get that interruption where like I don't want to forget to respond to this or she doesn't want to forget to respond and so what I like about podcasting with solo episodes is there's not that interruption so I don't get very many spaces where I can just talk freely uninterrupted and know that whoever is listening they want to only hear about me like they may respond and like tweet back at me or text me or whatever but for the most part this has been the only space where I get to just talk and it'd be about me and I've worked in the social work field prior to starting my company so that's not a space where it's about you at all ever it's always about the other person sometimes I forget 
what I would like, I'll go on these bunny trails and then lose the original point. And then I'll just be like, dang, I forgot. And, and it just is what it is. Like, this is who I am as a person. I mess up on my words often. I don't really edit that out. I'll just be like, dang, I can't talk and just keep going. Cause it's just, it is what it is. But obviously people appreciate it because I do have like my loyal listeners that like, that's what they come for. And if that's not what someone wants and they want a more, I do very minimal editing. I do care about like the sound quality, but like I said, I don't mess out the ums. I mean, I don't edit it out. If I mess up or lose my train of thought, I don't edit that out because that's what happened. And like I said, guest episodes, it's usually like, I have an idea who can help, like, who do I know that would can help me based on what I know about them? bring this idea to life and then if it's a podcaster well it depends sometimes I'll send them an outline like hey this is the questions I'll probably ask but it depends because some people don't need that if it's a non-podcaster I definitely send them like a detailed outline just because you know and then I always say it's okay if we go off topic because it is I don't want people to feel like they can't say what they want to say because it might take us off topic because my people are listening. They're used to me going all over the place. So, you know, we could start the episode with me talking about my work week. And by the end of the episode, I could be talking about my favorite food or something that literally had nothing to do with the beginning, but it's, it's just where we ended up. You know what I'm saying? So, question number five what should i ask you that i didn't know enough to ask this was this was a hard question to even think about because i mean how how would you know enough to ask anything honestly but i would say if you would have asked me what my favorite thing to do is, I guess, but my favorite thing to do is laugh. As y'all could probably tell, <laughs> I have the wildest sense of humor um, that honestly, when I think about my life and some of the, the more painful things that I've had to endure, I'm very grateful for my sense of humor because I... I mean, a tragedy, oh man, I remember, I'm sure I gotta say this vaguely so people don't know that I was laughing at this. I remember something very tragic happened and I have a few friends that are, actually most of my friends, when I think about it, I surround myself with people who have a dark sense of humor, but I remember something tragic had happened and like me and three friends were, away from the group that we were in, just making the worst jokes. Actually, they were the best jokes because they were hilarious, but not everybody can appreciate that. So yeah, I have a very, very, <laughs> a very, very crazy sense of humor. Um, but like I said, I feel like it's helped me to accept life because I can make jokes out of almost anything that I go through. I mean, like 
prime example, I remember, and my kids are this way. Well, my daughters, my son is a, a little more sensitive. And so he doesn't think certain things funny. Like to him, he'll say something and I'll be like, yo mama to my child. So then that's me but he's a mama's boy. And so he gets like mad about that. Or I remember I used to tell my daughters, this is terrible, <laughs> but I used to tell my daughters that I wasn't their real mom and that their real mom left. But how did I say it? Like left them on my porch or something and that I've been just taking care of them so that when they're like acting a fool I'd be like you need to go find your real mom and did this like forever until one day my youngest was like can you not like can you stop and I was like okay fine I guess the joke has run its course but yeah I people have passed away and I will make jokes about not the way that they die at all. Like I'm not, you know, a psycho. So my uh, girls, their dad was killed like almost seven years ago. And I know people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, oh, and I mean, yes, it's sad. But there was somebody that was like kind of like a God dad or no, like he would joke and say that he was my oldest daughter's real dad, even though I don't even know, like we never even dated. I don't know. People are weird. But I remember my oldest daughter was like, well, I guess, I mean, we always said this was my real dad. You know what I'm saying? So like just a way to kind of lighten the mood really, because if you don't laugh, man, life is painful. You know what I'm saying? So if you would have asked what my favorite thing to do is, here we are, and now your listeners are probably judging me. <laughs> and it's fine because I'm okay with it. And like I said, it's never malicious. But this is also why I'm I'm not going to put all this on my platform because some stuff, you have to be careful. Like, not everybody will think it's funny or they may be triggered. And so you don't want that to be out there forever on Apple Podcasts or YouTube or whatever, excuse me, but off the mic, man, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, we gotta, we gotta survive. Some people, they do drugs when they're trying to escape reality. Some people shop and I've, you know, I've done all these things, comfort, eat, whatever, None of those really give me the joy that <laughs> making jokes will give me. So, yeah, that is my favorite thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's I'll never be back on the show. So <laughs> it was nice talking to you. <laughs> I, I say this eh, almost every episode because at some point somebody says, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that one. If you want me to edit out, I will. But the other thing no, you is, don't have to. but the other thing is I want the truth. I want your truth of whatever it is. You know what I mean? And that's your truth. I, I understand <laughs> laughing inappropriately. That's probably why I just. I just kept laughing. I mean, that's, I mean, some people do that. That's a, that's a, that's one of the ways I cope too. I, I totally get it. And I'm pretty yep. sure that, uh, the, the listeners are, uh, 
as as forgiving about that. At least I hope they are, or they just left. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, he'll have somebody else next week. It's fine. <laughs> You'll be all right. Just remember all the other good advice I gave about creativity and podcasting, and you know. But I mean, that's just who I am, and man. I mean, me saying my uh, ex, that's just one tragic thing that I've gone through. So it's kind of like, man, y'all better be glad I got this sense of humor because otherwise, like, this is when people have these psychotic breakdowns and kind of like just snap and you got to have some sort of outlet for what life brings you. So really, I don't apologize. Like, really, I'm joking when I say everything because it's just it is what it is and it's it's who I am and it's it helps me survive y'all it's hard out here question number six if you could create a new holiday what would it commemorate me okay but but y'all hear me out because I'm not like self-centered So my birthday (laughs) is like the one day of the year that I feel okay with celebrating me. You know what I'm saying? Like Mother's Day, that ain't even really about me because if I didn't have kids, I wouldn't have that day. Every other day, every other holiday. I mean, even like Halloween is my youngest daughter's birthday. So like, that's about her. I mean, I guess Easter technically is about Jesus, but still, it's not about me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so every other day, especially as a parent, is about your kids. Like, even though my kids are technically all adults, they're 18, 19, and 22, you still make sacrifices as a parent for your kids. Like, you know, that's what you do. So if there was a holiday that celebrated me, though, because like other people have my birthday, really, my birthday isn't even solely about me because other people share. So it would be called Tamra Day, but not for all the other Tamras. So maybe we don't want to call it that. No, we're not calling it that. I don't have a name yet. Because then the other Tamras would think it's about them <laughs> and it's not. <laughs> so, ooh, melanin toxicate. Nope, because then Black people will think it's about them. I don't know what we're going to call it. Yeah, it would be about me. And, and it's so funny for me to say that because really I'm not a person that necessarily likes a lot of attention. But if you think about like holidays and me thinking about my birthday and how that's just always been the one day that I felt like, okay, this is about me. Like kids, you weren't there when I was born. So you ain't got nothing to do with this day. You know what I'm saying? You were not there. My mom, I mean, yeah, you brought me, see, like she brought me into this world so she could try to kind of make that about her but if we had a holiday I just don't know what we would call it because I have to think about how can no one else try to hop in because even Tamara Dawns there's a lot of Tamara Dawns in the world I didn't know that until 
I started, I just Googled my name, which that's actually my first name and my middle name. There's people that are like realtors, whatever. So yeah, I don't know what we would call it, but it would be about me and it would just be commemorating me like nothing. <laughs> I have no other answer either. Like that's, my, that's my real answer. I just don't have a name because I have to think about how could no one else try to get in on this because somebody's going to try to get in on it. And yeah, y'all probably going to just be happy. And it'll be a major holiday too. Like one of those, you get the day off of work holidays. So not them little rinky dink holidays that like companies don't even care about. So it's going to be like on Christmas level, like you're going to, unless you work somewhere that's 24 hours, but you, it's going to be a paid holiday holiday. And some of y'all will only care about the holiday because you get the day off because, but you get the day off because of me, you're getting double time holiday pay because of me, you are getting together with your family to celebrate and eat food because of me. So it's fine if you don't really care about the holiday being about me, but you're getting the benefits and you're welcome. Thank you so much for your time. That was awesome. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> this was fun. A lot more fun than I anticipated. Not like I thought it would be boring, but, you know, yeah, this was good. Great way to start my day with laughter. See, favorite thing to do, y'all. Thank you for tuning in once again to Demond Does. And if you could take just a quick second to dip on into where you downloaded this podcast app, where you get that sweet, sweet podcast action and make sure you leave five stars, leave a review so more people can join the conversation. So until next time, see it, hear it, speak it, live it.